0: everybody, and welcome to the Rogue Rebels podcast. It is I, Sal Perales from the Rogue Rebels. I, I don't think I've ever introduced myself. That's, I'm always just like, I'm here with Blobbity Blue. But guess what? That's my name, if you were ever wondering over the last 70 odd episodes. Um, hey, I'm going to talk comics today. So I got a special comic book loving guest. My friend and yours, the beard of knowledge from Blue Harvest Podcast. It's your boy, Haas.
1: Hey, buddy. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, man. Good times. You know, I I think bounty hunters. I'm like, dude, who am I going to have to come chat up some bounty hunter violence with me? Who? Who? Loves bounty hunters and also appreciates blood sport and 80s action movies?
1: (laughs) Well... I I think you chose the right guy, and I'm real stoked that you thought of me for this.
0: Where would I find such a hero? (laughs) Where would I find this? So, yeah. Yeah, I know, like, this was one of those things that when there was a Bounty Hunters comic series announced, I was like, oh, let's see, like, if Boba Fett's going to be in it. And, like, he was kind of in it a little bit, but, you know, we'll get into that. Uh, But, yeah. How you living, Haas?
1: I'm good, buddy. How are you?
0: Not bad, and I'm making it through this uh, pandemic, you know, we're still alive, it's good I don't have to wander around uh, the sewers in a post-apocalyptic nightmare yet with a dog
1: Yeah, but, yeah, you know. Jesse and I are fully vaccinated, our two weeks is up, so Sweet Feeling, you know, pretty half, positive, which is a nice there. change of pace for the, you know, uh, considering how the last 14 months have been
0: mm-hmm. Things are looking up yeah good times dude yeah we're over here uh you know we got one shot in and uh still got to figure out what's going on we know it's not it's not uh kid friendly yet so axel is still a teenager so he's still on the like no shoot list (laughs) 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 you know so we got to wait till everything's all good so he can come out too uh, just real quick before we get into Bounty Hunters. I'm going to run over the business real quick. You can check us out at com. Go like our Facebook page. We are on Instagram and TikTok at the Rogue Rebels, And we're on Twitter. That's wrong. We're on Twitter at rogerebelsfam. Hit us up, fam. And we're on Twitch, roguerebels. I've been playing a bunch of Battlefront lately. Yesterday,
1: yeah, I, I've been seeing the uh, notifications.
0: Dude, yesterday was the best because, like i was like uh who was i was just like running around yavin as lando and like we were like it was one of those like rounds it's like so good where you're just like smoking all the bad guys and like it's not even a con so a bunch of them left and one of them stayed and i like used the shocker on general grievous and then just walked up to him and i was like you got a lot of guts coming here after what you pulled (laughs) and then he was like And then we became best friends and we walked around and we looked at U-Wings. We like admired the Falcon. We climbed the Yavin Temple together with Luke Skywalker. That's awesome.
1: That's a wonderful story. I uh, I played some Battlefront yesterday for the first time in a while because the new Xbox has this feature called FPS Boost for some of the older titles where it'll boost it from say 30 frames a second to 60 frames a second or... 60 frames a second to 120 mm-hmm. and battlefront 2 is on the list as 120 frames a second title and i just got a new fancy new tv a couple of weeks ago that nice. can handle 120 frames and man that's some smooth gameplay wow yeah it, it feels pretty nice at uh, that high frame rate
0: do you have you dove into any of the vr stuff
1: Yes, I played um what is it? Vader Immortal. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Wow. And I'm waiting until all the parts of uh Gal- what is it? Galaxy- from the Galaxy's Edge? Yes. I'm waiting for all those parts to come out so I can just get it as one big package mm-hmm. because I, I don't I haven't played it, but if it's anything like Vader Immortal, you know, right. that's spread across four episode and episodes and each episode might take you like an hour an hour and a half to play Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. like that but it's it's very very cool um and i can't wait to see how that sort of technology progresses
0: man i like that's the one thing that i haven't got to dip my toes into yet because i have not i cannot justify the 300 hundred dollar price tag and i know i'm gonna play two games
1: Yeah, you know, um, Jesse got me one of those Quest headsets for Christmas a couple Mm -hmm. years ago. And I was, you know, I knew I wanted to play Vader Immortal uh, because I got to demo it at Star Wars Celebration in Chicago. Right. But past that, I didn't really know what I would be interested in. Mm -hmm. And man, there are some cool experiences to be had. Like, I can't remember the name of the game, but it's like a... It's essentially like a first-person final fight type game, like <laughs> cool. a beat 'em up game, yeah. and you feel like you're Jean-Claude Van Damme playing this thing. It's and get a little bit of a workout, which I could always use. And there's Beat Saber, which is really fun, nice. and there's some uh, VR fishing game. Whew, that's a okay. good
0: time. Look, if that uh, that final fight style game has two players, we could be double impact.
1: Oh, dude, <laughs> you know that's the one thing. I haven't, and I'm sure there are some experiences that feature it, but I haven't done any sort of multiplayer or co-op in VR. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine that that's some, some shenanigans right there. I bet you that's fun.
0: Awesome. All right. Uh, yes, that's all of my plugs. Uh, you can send us messages on Anchor. And I think that's really cool. And no one has done it yet. So y'all should get on that. Head to our website at Anchor uh, and send us, you can send us a voice message and that that sounds cool. I've heard it on other podcasts. I would I like have to too. hear
1: <laughs> Yeah, send these guys some messages.
0: Uh, 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 where can people find you, Haas?
1: Uh, you can find me at Blue Harvest Pod on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. And you can find Blue Harvest pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. And we release an episode, you know, every Friday night slash Saturday morning whenever I get a chance to post it. Nice, nice.
0: Uh, we are going to go back to Mondays. Because I think with the Bad Batch coming and everything, being able to watch the episodes Friday and Monday being the, like, spoiler-breaking day, that that's gonna, you know, we'd like to get our podcast yeah. out. For people that want Bad Batch content, we're gonna uh, move the schedule up for y'all.
1: Yeah, and that first week's gonna be nice. There's two episodes, and the Shh. first one 70 minutes.
0: Ooh. Dude, man, I'm, I am excited for that, sir.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty stoked as well.
0: <clears throat> All right, what do we got here? Bounty Hunters Comics. So, like... Are, how familiar are you with how do you even say it I say Baylor Valence
1: so I was gonna ask you 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 may not know this Sal okay. my buddy Sal okay. but you are my go-to for a couple of categories when it comes to Star Wars information alien species-hmm um you'll you'll constantly hear me reference you on I've, Blue I've gotten Harvest. Those texts. <laughs> When, uh, when a, a certain alien comes up, and I'm like, man, I can't remember that species. The first person I think of is Sal Perales. yeah it's a
0: Drassalian! <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. and secondly comes pronunciation. So Valence, I had pretty much nailed. That's what I figured. Now, Bay Alert sounds good to me. I, you know, as I was reading these, you know, that's kind of what I was hearing in my head. So I'm glad to hear we're sort of aligned on that.
0: Like, I mean, ba- valence is just so close to balance. And I've yeah. heard people say like valence or Valance or like something weird. And I'm like, that just sounds like a, the second one kind of sounds like a weapon. Like, why don't we even.
1: Well, I'm sure we'll find out eventually. He's going to show up in a novel or something. Right, we'll right. hear a. we we'll get that audio Yeah. The audiobook will give us the official uh, pronunciation. But right, as right. it stands now, valence is, it's good with me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the, the part, that's the part of his name that I'm like more confident in.
2: I that still first really, name. Yeah. Oh, no.
0: Baylert, Bailart, Bart, Bort. Bart? I don't know where to go. Uh yeah. I I I guarantee you at Itchy and Scratchy Land, Baylert Valance cannot get a customized license plate with his name on it.
1: <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: uh you know what I think is really cool? Um, you know, I, I guess we're gonna talk sort of non spoiler specifics at first, but yeah, yeah. you know, this character is a character who was originally introduced in the original run of marvel yes. comics back in the 70s i think he showed up in like uh, issue 16
0: okay I and the issues was, down but yeah
1: yeah and his first appearance was in 1978 and so this is a character who they have sort of recanonized. yes um since the disney acquisition i think that's really cool i remember him from the marvel comics mm-hmm. uh he's way cooler now
0: yeah, Yeah. It, like, and it's, like, he's, he's, like, cool, and then he's also, like, these comics, to me, like, they hit that line, like, you know, when everybody's like, oh, what kind of Star Wars, like, because Star Wars is everything, you know what I mean? Uh, but these comics are very much, like, they go from, like, gritty 80s, 90s movie to, like, over-the-top action expendables. Yeah. I, I it's almost Fast and Furious level, I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> um,
1: they're fun. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're definitely fun and they're a little deeper than I would have initially expected. Yeah. You they know? get
0: there. And th- that's the one thing that I do enjoy is that like, even though like, it's all about these fools running around, blasting people in half with palm cannons and a boss has knives uh, and, <laughs> and stuff. It, it does give the characters some depth and backstory that like, I don't know, man. Like, you could, like, I look at some of these panels and I'm like, that is Brandon Lee from The Crow 1994. Like, <laughs> like, but I'm also like, that's, that's, that's kind of cool. Like, um, so, like, I, I like it. It's definitely for me and it hits all those buttons of things that I think of when I think about how the story is panning out. Um,
1: yeah. And, and as someone who is, unashamedly a big fan of those jokers standing on the bridge of the star destroyer and empire strikes back. Mm -hmm. It hits a lot of notes for me and I'm very much enjoying, you know, seeing these bounty hunters show up now, you know, when this was first announced, you know, would I have guessed that the main focus was going to be this guy from the seventies Marvel's comics and that I would still enjoy it and that they would use, Boba Fett very sparingly mm-hmm. like I wouldn't have guessed that but you know even still I'm really enjoying it and the cover art on oh, yeah. some of these issues is amazing
0: the I when it was announced it was like new you know it's a it was an it was announced as an ongoing series and it was also announced it's called Star Wars Bounty Hunters and when I saw like Valance on the front of all of them I was like oh maybe like the first arc is all about you know and then like the next yeah I thought five it might issues be on kind
1: yeah, I yeah. was thinking maybe it would be like an anthology series, but no, it's it's yeah. a continuous story that's pretty fascinating.
0: Uh, yeah. So, let's see. I'm going to, like, run through the little, uh... okay, wait, real quick. This is something that I think of often, and I also think that you would be the person to talk to about this. If you were a casting director for Bounty Hunters, the oh man, miniseries, I don't know. Who would you put at this dude? Cuz there's one dude that keeps coming to mind every time I look at this art. For me.
1: Let me look at the art. I'm looking at the covers right now. Like that cover to issue 4 is so 1980s Terminator comic.
0: Yeah, it's hard to like like Valance lives in this place that's like half T800 and half RoboCop.
1: You know, I could I get a kind of uh I don't know, like a um, Antonio Banderas circa Desperado era. Okay. Vibe from him to okay. uh, to an extent.
0: Uh, oh god! Like now that it, <laughs> I like literally called you out, and now I can't remember who the hell my guy was. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you remember early two thousand movies? And this dude was in everything. His name is Sam Worthington, and he played yes. a kind of metal guy. <laughs> He in, was in
1: Avatar. He's he the was main character of Avatar.
0: Terminator Salvation. Yep. Uh but I feel like he's got that kind of like energy, like, like he could pull off the half Terminator face. Maybe it's just because Terminator Salvation is making me think that, but
1: No, I could I could see that for sure.
0: And he hasn't you been know, in anything um, in a minute.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably because James Cameron has had him locked up in a green oh, screen garage for yeah. eight years making Avatar movies. You know, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the video game series Gears of War. No. Um, but I always thought that guy, Sam Worthington, would be good for the main character of that series. Okay. Um, if they ever made a movie of it, which probably wouldn't be very good, let's be honest.
0: <laughs> I think it's like Terminator movies just like making their way into my subconscious every time I look at this guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, I can definitely see that. So that's probably where that comes from. But I figure he's got, like, the right kind of voice cadence, and he plays the, like, cool, super cool, like, you know, good-looking dude with half a metal face he can pull off, I feel. Uh, Yeah,
1: I totally see that.
0: But, yeah, man, I don't know. All right, uh, let's go ahead and dive into the first arc, which is Galaxy's Deadliest. Like, even the names of, like, dude, like, the names of these arcs is just, that's a movie. Yeah. That's a movie from the early 90s, you know. Uh, let's see, written by Ethan Sacks I like to do these things because uh, Rashad is all professional So I did the Rashad thing and I looked up Like the other things these guys have done Nice, nice Star Wars, <laughs> I didn't go that far uh, Anyway, written by Ethan Sachs, Who also wrote Galaxy's Edge comics uh, The Star Wars Allegiance comics uh, A Story from Major Republic and Empire Ascendant Art by Paolo Villanelli Who also drew Lando, Double or Nothing, Jedi Fallen Order, Dark Temple and the covers that you were talking about are by Lee Bermejo, if that's how you say that. The covers are, like, dope. And, yeah, that issue four of Mr. T-800 just staring down the barrel of us, I guess. But, yeah, you got, like, and when the covers are announced, like, that's, like, the first thing you see. You mm-hmm. know, it's, like, valid. Yeah, because they'll announce, like, a
1: batch of them at, at yeah. once, right? Like, coming the next in three July, months or something. yeah,
0: You know, Oh, look, it's Boba Fett and Bossk and Valence. And you're like, wow, this is going to be a crazy comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, like, the first story revolves around Valence's mentor, which is like a Natolan bounty hunter named Nakano Lash, mm-hmm. who apparently, like, she found him back in the day, like, after his days of serving the empire, and he was, like, you know, starting fights in a cantina or something. It was like she trained him to be a bounty hunter. And then there was this huge job on Corellia. Where there were these two, like, warring
1: crime syndicates? syndicates. Yeah, the Wailing Wall and...
0: Mourner's Whale.
1: Mourner's Whale. No, then what's the other...
0: The other one is the Unbroken Clan.
1: Mourner, yeah, there we go, the Unbroken Clan.
0: And, like, they're escorting the son or daughter of, of the Mourner's Whale, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, like the mission gets botched and now like everybody's after you know, like the, basically like it's Nakano Lash and she calls in Valence and it's like this thing that happened X number of years ago on Corellia. It's like Valence and Bosk was there and Boba Fett was there and like a couple of other people who resurface. Um, But basically like the story has been like Nakano Lash killed the, the heir of the biggest crime syndicate mourners whale person around and like now like we're all in trouble. So like, her botching the mission put all the other bounty hunters in danger. And like, since then she has been like the most hunted, whatever.
1: Yeah. She's gone into hiding. Yeah. She hasn't been seen for years. And what I like about this series, and it's not even just this first arc, it's the sort of the series as a whole is they occasionally introduce, you know, another group of bounty hunters Mm -hmm. or another group of pirates or something. And the minute you show up, they show up, you're like, Oh, these jokers aren't long for this world. I know <laughs> I what these know guys you. are. They are cannon fodder.
0: <laughs> you never stood on the, on the bridge of a star destroyer.
1: <laughs> nope.
0: Uh, uh, uh. Okay. A bunch of Deveronians. I don't think you're going to last very long.
2: <laughs> no, sorry, uh, fellas.
0: Yeah. Uh, but there are like some, like the art. I, I really like the uh, Villanelli art in all of these issues. Cause he pretty much does mm-hmm. like the entire run so far.
2: <laughs> yeah
1: and it's really good and, and you know a lot of times um not just with star wars comics um but comics in general mm-hmm. i have some some trouble following the action sometimes mm-hmm. and uh, i feel like for the most part in this series the action is real clean and fairly easy to follow which goes a long way with yeah. me yeah
0: yeah understanding the story and everything yeah yeah for sure dude i like that um like it's very like '90s style, like mm-hmm. to me, like and oh, that's, dude, if if
1: yeah. this came out as a Dark Horse a limited series, it would fit right in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like a very of that era to yeah. me.
0: So it like very much reminds me of comics that I read when I was growing up because that's like when mm-hmm. I was into you know Jim Lee's X Men and all that yeah business. You know what I mean? Um, which is like my only point of reference if anybody's did you ever read comics Jim Lee's X Men and Wolverine? <laughs> that was it that's that's all i read i I like the x-men uh so like like there's a really cool splash page and it's like valance is flying in and like boba fett is taking shots and his like palm blaster you know like they're like so part of Valet like he's all cybernetic because he's been blown up a few times and yeah his cybernetic hand is also like i don't know how to say it it's called a palm, a palm cannon blaster. yeah yeah but it's like bla- yeah Somewhere between like Iron Man tech, but like, like Iron Man is like like he blows you up and you kind of just fly away. Like he doesn't. Yeah, really it blow seems you more.
1: Up. um What would you say like percussive or something? And, I mean, it's more like a... this la- is like, a straight up laser.
0: It's more like a heavy blaster, right? Like this. Yeah. So like he blows holes into people more like I don't know like bazes cannon, I guess. Mm-hmm. Something more like. And that.
1: it takes a while to recharge too. Yeah. Like it seems like he can get one. Good blast out of it and then he has to let it recharge yeah
0: which is like like so much of the drama of the com- comics is he's like he blasts fools once and then like the other guys are coming at him and he has to like out punch everybody for 45 seconds until his hand charges back yeah
1: a lot of um a lot of brawling in these issues you know yeah, what i mean a yeah. lot of face-to-face hand-to-hand combat type uh, stuff going look
0: on. if you like dengar getting punched these comics they, won't have to disappoint. We got, disappoint. got for you. Yeah. Have yeah. I, I, I got something for you, sir? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, like, uh, at one point, like, uh, it's flashing back to that stuff, and it's like Valance and Boba Fett back in the day, and he's like, Ah, oh, you were supposed to wait for me, Boba. Ah, oh, you're too slow. You just get in the way. And, like, Boba Fett lets, like, Valance take out the last guys and doesn't help him, and, like, you know, part of his face gets blown off uh, and reveals the, like, T-800 underneath. Mm-hmm. You know, but I love this shot where he's just like, "After this mission is over, you'll need more than Beskar armor to protect you." I'm like, "Mm, "I don't know about that, dude. What you doing?" Yeah, Yeah, bad,
1: bad idea. uh, uh,
0: But you know, Valens clearly takes no guff from nobody, and it's like this weird. And this is a theme that comes over and over of Valens trying to like, like he's been rebuilt so many times, but he Mm -hmm. feels like a monster.
1: Oh yeah, that's a theme that goes yeah. throughout these issues. And there's um there's one of the issues has sort of like a diagram either at the front yes. or the back of how all his cybernetics work and stuff. Yeah. And I gotta say, that one diagram answered a real big question that I've had for years, and that is how does Darth Maul poop after he gets cut <laughs> in half? And I think <laughs> like I think I found the answer, man. He it. eats you little nutritional it. pellets.
0: Mm-hmm everything accounted for yep uh i also like that like those things also reveal that he's got a beskar like there's a hidden like in a robocop fashion there's mm-hmm. a hidden a blade that he keeps popping out of his forearm and it's a yep. beskar blade so like it a lot of times in these comics he's like you know getting out punched or something and his hand hasn't recharged he pulls out that beskar blade and slices through everybody pretty much <sighs>
1: Yeah, it's really cool.
0: Which is cool to see some, like, non-Mandalorians, like, I mean, not that it's cool, of course, Mandalorians would be highly offended, uh, but, like, it is cool to see, like, that sort of, you know, like, because remember, like, they're like, oh, it's easier to find the metal than it is to find the people, you know, nowadays.
1: So that you can, can see that, it like, yeah, or whatever.
0: That Black black yeah, Beskar has been finding its way around.
1: There's even a guy that shows up at one point. And he's like, man, this Beskar armor was worth double what I paid for it or whatever. Yeah. And in in pure bounty hunter's fashion, he doesn't last long. <laughs> yeah. And it really goes to show you that, like, yeah, you can get that Beskar armor, mm-hmm. but you got to still be able to hold your own. It's not <laughs> the be all end all.
0: Uh huh. Don't try to come at me with your unlockables just because you paid for them in whatever video yeah. game you're playing.
1: <laughs> yeah. They did some microtransactions I, and got I all still the. They'll take you cosmetics. out back up
0: front. Yeah. <laughs> Don't care what you wear. Uh, d- 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 there's a part where, uh, like, this is one of the early parts, and he's, like, in Black Spire. And I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. look, he's in Black Spire. <gasps> oh, look, he's getting, like, shot at in a little hall that I walk through just because uh, I like things that connect to Black Spire.
1: Oh, man. This, this series in general is really good for throwing in some locations that aren't, like, oh, we're going to Hoth or Bespin, you know? Like, some. Um, but places you're uh, familiar with mm-hmm. even if it's just by mention like he goes to um uh oh, the planet that um uh oh, what's his name Corelli, woody harrelson uh, wants uh retire uh, to to uh, learn how to play the valichord <laughs> Glianson.
0: song yeah
1: yeah um he goes there. Well, there was there was somewhere else that oh uh, uh, there's some Mem bam shows up again yeah,
0: they go to Rusan which is, like, Rouson. a deep cut if you're, like, OG into Legend stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is super interesting. Like, when that popped up, I was like, yo! And, like, Black Spire and the whole opening, like, that whole botched mission that they flash back to numerous times is, like, on Corellia. Yeah. And I really like that Um, when they do that, like, I mean, I don't, I guess, blame the artist, right? But, like, they do a good job of making it look like you know, when they draw Galaxy's Edge, like, it looks like a place that I walked in. When they show you Corellia, yeah. it looks like what the Han Solo movie Corellia looked like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, like, they do a good job with using the locations. And then just, like, it looks like it's a, a spot on the locations. Uh, as you recognize it from wherever you recognize it from. Obviously, Rusan is a little different. They're just like, hey, it's nice.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice I mean, little village here. You know. It's clear that when they have a definable reference for a location, you know they will yeah. use that
0: they work to draw with it from instead yeah. of just being like, "Well, I'm at a bar on mm, Hoth today," or whatever. Yeah, you know? uh, like a bunch of familiar faces pop up, like Afra pops up, Bosk pops up uh, in the first arc, and they introduce these bounty hunters that I kind of like, named To no Tonga. The girl's name is Tonga, and she like. You know, leaves her like, you know, her partner be like to avenge her brother because her brother died in that botched yes, Corellian thing like way back when. So basically, what happens is like Nakano Lash has sort of come out of hiding and people are hunting her. So all the, you know, like, so Bosca's like, oh, what? Like, I'm going to take my revenge, you know, and then like Boba Fett is like, I'm doing this one for free.
1: Yeah. Um, While he's transporting on. And yeah. Carbonite, by the way.
0: Literally flying out of the Innoat sector, he gets a message and he's like, I'm busy. And then they're like, it's Nakano Lash. And he's like, you can keep your credits. Yeah. yeah very like, like, like the dialogue is like, I don't know how to like, it's, it's ridiculous. It's a little cheesy. But it's yeah. also like, if you are a fan of like over the top 90s, <laughs> to 80s ridiculousness, man, have I got something for you. Yeah, Yep. Like it's exactly what it is. So know that going in. You know, like, uh, so Valance is showing up to find. You know, to like, I don't know. If Valance exactly wants to like kill Nakano Lash. It's more like he wants answers. It's basically yeah. Like it he was the he was the mentor, and then after that botched job, like they were all kind of hunted down, and she disappeared, and he wants to go find like what what happened? What did you do? Why did you do that? Like, why did you kill the heir to one of the biggest crime syndicates? And we were all hunted for, you know, like Mm -hmm. we were all hunted down for a while. And, you know, Boba Fett's like, you know, nobody damages my rep. Uh, And Bosk is like, I want revenge too. And Afra's pointing people uh, in the right direction.
1: Oh, you know what? One of my favorite appearances in the series was that I did not see coming. Go for it tasu leech yeah good to see you uh-huh
0: he pops out at one point and he's like oh this guy's like straight out of the like the hut you know pit fights like oh, yeah he's the best one around and, and he's a kid yeah he's like yeah he's like a young teenager like <laughs> uh which is like he he comes after valance and then like the very next panel somebody else is like oh man yeah but he comes way cheaper than fennec shand yeah
1: oh dude the references were flying fast and heavy in that moment yeah for sure
0: this is one of those comics that if you reread you'll catch a whole bunch of little stuff like that um Mm -hmm. yeah well what i love is that i've gone through that uh there's a book called scum and villainy and they go into a lot of like conjure club and like their history and the whole history of club is like oh they used to be these like slaves of huts that like rose up and killed their masters and now they're like the baddest crime outfit around you know once jabba was killed the huts started losing power and these guys killed all of the rest of the huts or you know something like that so it's yeah like you can they see... also
1: um detail a lot about how like zuckus uh does his tracking and yeah. stuff and that plays into this series as right, well
0: right right um yeah so I, I just love all that like connective tissue um like bosk is fighting valance at one point on this like planet of uh they're like following all the clues and all the leads and there's like bounty hunters after valance and bosk ends up catching up to him on this like graveyard planet of golmera which i've never heard about before but it looks That's awesome
1: cool.
2: yeah
0: it looks super dope which is where he gets like the coordinates for that eventually take him to rusan um so like you know everybody else is tracking him as he's tracking them and uh it's like that graveyard planet it's at the like grave of the i think the parents of nakano lash mm-hmm. and that's where they like get the clue from these like you know pheromones or some sort of thing like yeah like,
1: i actually thought that was a neat as far as i can tell at least added bit of lore about natolans or yeah. natolans however you say it is yeah. like so at her parents grave site there is a pheromone sent left it's basically like a a message yeah like for people that come to visit the grave other than
0: right like yeah Um, i guess underwater like they can communicate in that way mm -hmm. which is like a thing that you like isn't that a real world thing of fish or
1: probably i don't don't know i don't don't mess with stuff in the ocean man that is not my domain (laughs)
0: look we need need a beard of ocean on here
1: to give us the answers.
0: Uh, there is some bounty hunter that is like, what is, uh, uh, like the snake with four arms on the Jedi council. I can't remember his name. Master. Oh, uh,
1: Opo Opo Rancissus. Yeah.
0: There's a bounty hunter of that species that catches up to Nakano Lash first and gets choked out by his own snake tail.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Weird. Odd.
0: Yeah. Like, it's just, it's kind of crazy, but it's. It's it's a it's it's all in good fun. <laughs> uh, let's see. So like when they finally go to Rusan, there's like a whole village of like people that are like, "Oh yeah, she's here, but she's our homie, and she's been hiding here forever, and we have a and fighting next to yeah yeah." So like that kind of pans out. But when Valance gets there, she actually offers him answers. Yeah, you know. But Valance catches up with her the same time as this girl uh tonga the the sister of the brother catches up with uh on rusan so she's like hey hey, look before any y'all do anything because this girl is just ready to kill her for revenge
1: right because her brother got killed
0: yeah she's like let me tell you the story of what happened so it turns out what happened was like the guy who hired them to go do whatever He was actually hiring them to protect him while he took out the heir to the other crime syndicate, which is the not the mourner's whale, the unbroken clan,
1: the unbroken clan, which was was pregnant with his kid.
0: Yes. So what happens was they had a Romeo and Juliet type thing. Mm -hmm. But unlike Romeo, he's like, "Uh, this would be embarrassing for my family. We got to take you guys out, which is the most like horrible like Yeah, so, he's a
1: real piece of junk. Yeah. He's a real piece of garbage. So
0: basically, Nakano Lash turns around and shoots this fool as right, soon as that goes down. So then everybody else is like, oh, like, she just botched the mission and that was the, like, the higher, like, and now they're all going to be after us. And then um, Boba Fett tries to shoot Nakano Lash, but like Valance, like, pushes him aside mm-hmm. and he shoots the brother. Right, like, and that's what happened. Like that's what happened. To all those, and then like she sorts of runs off with the girl and the, the pregnant girl and the do- well, and what eventually becomes the daughter. Um, and at this time, like the daughter is the only one left, and she's been in hiding, protecting the daughter, who's the heir of both of these crime syndicates for years.
1: And, yeah, and the idea is, she, the fact that there is a common heir, yeah, to these two crime syndicates could. Unite the two crime syndicates and end this, what seems like a decade, decades long war between these two uh, syndicates. That's the whole idea of why uh, that character is important. Yeah. And they want to keep her alive.
0: And the little girl's name is Cadelia. And she's just been like in hiding on Rusan with Nakano Lash for a while. And yeah, but it's like a, it's, it's, it's a like, Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a Romeo and Juliet gone hella wrong.
1: Yeah, real wrong. Yeah.
0: So it is, but it's also like this interesting thing of like, she could bring peace if she's allowed to survive long enough. And like they're everybody, like once they find out there's an heir, you know, it's kind of like that, like why they're hiding Luke. Like if they ever find out, you know, they're going to try to hunt her down. So it's like, it seems like a thing where they're trying to protect her long enough for her to be able to reclaim that. Right. uh, That, Heritage, or that um, (coughs) right? Because
1: titles. So you know the 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 heir to the Mourner's Whale gets killed by Nakano Lash, Mm -hmm. and then Cadelia's mother dies shortly after. uh, She gives birth. birth. Yeah. So there isn't, you know, sort of a a bloodline heir to either of these families, right? Until this girl shows back up.
0: Right. Right. Um, so, like, as they catch up, like, Boba Fett catches up with them, too, and he kills the sister, and then, like, Valence goes after him, and, like, there's, like, it's all these, like, lovely splash panels of, like, Valance punching this Beskar fool. Yeah. And, like, all the dialogue is like, you're gonna pay, like, it's all this ridiculous, and all of Boba Fett's dialogue is like, it's the second time you stopped me from killing Lash. Won't be a third. Like. Yeah. <laughs> It's, like, semi-ridiculous, but he's, like, pounding on this fool. Like, Valance is punching an armored Boba Fett, and I cannot tell you how much I enjoy watching people in armor just getting pummeled by a cyborg with metal fists.
1: Yeah, yeah, for real.
0: I don't know where to go with it, and it doesn't make a whole (laughs) lot of sense. Like, why is he not pulling out his blaster? But, like, dude, the panels of these fools just, like, like and he's punching Bosk and like I said, Dangar gets kicked in the face later. Like He punches some...
1: everybody.
0: Yeah, dude. Like his go-to is like as soon as he like takes a blast, like he's like, Oh, fist, time for time for these bad boys. <laughs> time to start worry.
1: throwing some hand bananas around uh, here.
0: And and I just I don't see enough punching in Star Wars. Like, you know who else gets enough? Yeah. Leia. Yeah. I, like yeah. in the comics particularly, Leia just like those those crosses, Leia's just, like, lays fools out. She's laid out Afra. That's the only one I can remember right now. But, like, she's laid out Imperial, you know, like, uh, lieutenants and stuff. At, like, undercover missions. Like, there's a lot of good Leia-punching-people panels, too.
1: Oh, yeah, there is.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, at one point, he's, like, pummeling Boba Fett. And Boba Fett's like, you can't beat me! And he, like, sets off his, like, flamethrower. And once again, dude, the art, like... I don't know why I'm describing this on a podcast, you guys but the the art is like good times. Um, but when it flashes back to some of the before times, like Valance did get caught by the unbroken clan back then. And they, he was like tortured and they were like, what was the plan? You know, like what, what happened and why did she, and he's like, I don't know, you know, but like, I wouldn't tell you if I did. So like now all those, there's a general named general Vukora of the unbroken clan. Who's like picking up, The trail now that Nakano Lash has been spotted around places. Mm -hmm. Um, So now it's like, once again, she's after Valance and the whole nine yards. So once they hear the story, like they're on a a ship that like Boba Fett is disabled and, you know, Valance and Boba Fett go on punching each other. But the ship is like sabotage and it's like going to blow up. And Nakano Lash is trapped behind something and he's like, I can get you out. And she's like, no, no, no. Take the little girl.
1: Save the girl. Yeah, because she's sick.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: That's right. Yeah. And she's like, even if I survive this, like, I'm not long for this world. Yeah. So it's more important that you save the girl and get out of here.
0: Yeah. So we have another story of a bounty hunter with a heart of gold taking a Mm -hmm. child under his wing as he escapes. And... I'm not going to say I don't think I'm going to get tired of that. Like, I don't think like, no, oh, I'm sorry. I am going to say I don't think that's going to be a thing that, because every time it happens, it's happened a lot. <laughs> like, it looks like it's going to happen in the Bad Batch. And I don't think it I'm sure mad. does.
1: No, no. I, I, I'm, I'm all here for it. Yeah. Myself.
0: It's there's a lot of good. Like, I like that they add that humanity because at the end of the day, like Star Wars should always have that hope in humanity, even if we got Valance punching people in the face and blowing holes in people with hand cannons. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So like, yeah, we got a little bit of that. Um, and it, there's also a little bit that flashbacks to like when they found, uh, Valance. Cause Valance's backstory, I guess, is that he was an Imperial cadet. He, like... now
1: this, this is actually my favorite element of these, of this, uh, 11 issue run we're talking about is all uh-huh. of the, valence backstory stuff i found that really really cool yeah
0: he's like from a little mining world and like the empire came in and gave them all jobs and stuff and he's like i'm gonna go like he's gotta like the love of his life and stuff and he's like i'm gonna go i'm gonna become a hero of the empire i want to be a pilot i love flying like and it's going to be awesome. And then I'm going to come back and we're going to have a happy life forever. And she's like, oh, okay. Like, you know, and she gives him like a fire ruby. That's like a part of her family generation. You know, like it's like a, such mm-hmm. a, one of those things that like means everything, uh, in their culture. And he goes and he's like, he's a cadet with Han Solo. Like, yes, they fly together as cadets. And what happened, this is also covered in Han Solo, Imperial cadet a little bit. Like you see yeah. Han side of the story. If you read those comics, um, he like gets shot down and he's going to crash and like han solo like takes his tie and kind of like helps steer like his like he helps him crash safely in a way where he's kind of able to survive right and uh but the imperials never send rescue like they leave uh, yeah, him yeah he die.
1: thinks he's just been yeah abandoned he's he, and he
0: has been so yeah. Han and his buddies, the rest of the flight team, they're like, we can't, and, and like, there's a contentious, like the whole, like, if you read the Han comics, there's a whole contentious relationship of like the competitive between them and the whole time balance. It's like, you're just a scrum rat from Corellia and you'll never know. You, you don't have what it takes to like be a real, like there's a real animosity and like, uh, like what's, I don't want to use the word enemies. Cause it's not like they're enemies, but they're like competition. Rival. Yeah. They're rivals in the Imperial Academy. Cause they're both like the best. Um, and so he sees Han Solo as that rival and Han Solo is the one that's like, we can't just leave him there, dude, we got to go and they won't be cleared and the Imperials won't let them take their stuff. So they like take speeder bikes and like run over to his crash site and they rescue him. And he's like, yeah, and he's all messed, he's messed up. up. Like, and when he's down, like the Imperials are, when they bring him back, they're like, Oh, we don't need to waste like good cybernetics. He wasn't even a good pilot. He crashed. So, like, just run him out to the infantry. So he ends up on Mimban, where again he gets blown up. Yep. And once again they're like, did they even reclaim the checkpoint or whatever happens in video games? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh hey, Nope. Oh, well, then he's not exactly a hero. We don't need to waste good cybernetics on him. Just send him back, you know, send him back with, like, so they keep treating him like garbage and they don't ever, like, fix him up. So he keeps getting, like, these second-rate, you know, garbage cybernetics and whatever. And he's like, been blown up so many times that he's like half machine. And so he ends up washing out of the empire and just going out and starting a fight in a bar and beating up Imperials because they've left him to die. And he also feels that he can never go home, dude. Cause he can never face the love of his life with his T 800 half metal Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. face. And that's like the, the like, that's like the tragedy of Valance, right? Yeah. So, to me,
1: like I said, the coolest part of this story so far to me has been all his backstory stuff
0: like the sad love story of valance and he eventually goes like like nakano lash finds him in a bar somewhere like oh look at this kid you know like just fighting stormtroopers left and right like you know i could we could let's take him in you know because once upon a time i was that kid and there was nobody there to save me and, like, they're, they have a cybernetics guy that, like, helps him out and upgrades him and gives him palm blasters.
1: Yeah, hooks him up and with the all good all this, stuff.
0: you know, and that's how he becomes the, like, cool semi-cyborg 90s-looking uh, valance that we know. Um, so as the story ends, like, the first arc ends with <sighs> him rescuing the little girl. And, like, Boba Fett escapes the ship because he's like, oh, it's going to blow up anyway, so haha, I win. You know, like, yeah, and he like gets away and then like Valance takes the little girl and they get away. And like, that's the end. Like the next story picks up where the unbroken clan hires Zuckus and Forlom to hunt down Valance. Because now that they know that he got away and he was part of the whole thing.
1: Hey, can I mention something? Go, go, go. For a couple of years now, I've been privy to this debate. About the character of Forlom, right? Okay. And I've always grown up calling that fool Forlom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, specifically, I watch this channel on YouTube called Toy Galaxy. Really good channel. Mm-hmm. They'll do like sort of like mini documentaries on different toy lines and talk about their origin and you know what's happened since they've sort of faded from the limelight. Mm-hmm. And the host of that, Dan, insists that it's four L O M is how you're supposed to say this character's name. Okay. And I'll be damned if in this comic, they don't drive that point home that it's four L O M. Sorry. I'm still <laughs> calling him for
0: Lom. Uh, they do not, but I believe somebody does it at least once. I think there is a panel where they spell out E L O E M M. I think
1: it's more than once. Cause it, it stuck out yeah. to me every time. There's a, uh, I want to say there's a droid. At one point, no, actually it's Zuckus that it, when ah, he okay. speaks his name, they they spell it out like they used to do <laughs> in the Star Wars novels with C-3-P-O, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. He calls him out like his like, Latina mommy. He's like, I'm going to call you by your full name for L-O-M.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so.
0: Yeah, only when he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, So we got like, I mean, it opens on like a flashback as like the night before he leaves. And he's like, I'm going to come back for you. You'll see. I'm going to be a hero. And then it flashes back to him. as like, how is Evian alive? He's got blown up twice. And he's like holding on to the fire ruby she gave him. And they're like, it's a force of will. Yeah.
1: While he's getting operated arm. Yeah. This dude is just
0: awake, getting cybernetically not even enhanced. Like (sighs) repair. I don't know. Whatever. something's going on he's getting parts (laughs) he's getting surgery yeah uh you know the unbroken clan is still coming after him um this is where he has that 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 bounty hunter with beskar they're like at an eatery and there is a wonderfully like anatomically correct ortolan uh max revo style Mm -hmm. who's like hooking him up with stir fry (laughs) And they're like, it's him and the little girl. And he's like, I don't even know what to do with you. Like, where where do we go? Where are we ever going to be safe? And a bounty hunter comes after him. And he, like, shoots with the palm blaster. And the guy's like, aha, Beskar, son. Yep. And then, like, he's fighting him for 30 seconds. And the little girl throws, like, some cooking gel on him. Yeah. And he, he, that's where he gets the, like, your 30 seconds are up. Boop-boof! And it, like, sets them all on fire, <laughs> like, with mm-hmm. the palm cannon.
1: Cooks him inside that Beskar, basically.
0: Yo, that was wonderful. (laughs) Uh, So we got 4LOM and Zuckus running around on the Mist Hunter. I do like that they brought that, their ship is canon now.
1: Yep, me too. And I like, because you know, they they were always sort of a duo in in the old legend stuff. And Mm -hmm. uh, I always wondered, like, whenever they decided to do some stories with them, if they would do the same thing and... I'm glad that they did.
0: Yeah, they kept that. <clears throat> yeah. And that's good. Okay, and there's also, like, a little bit of... Lo- like, they both kind of explain it. Like, even uh, Forlom at one point is like, that is why I partner with a Gand findsman. Yeah. Because, like, Zuckus has, like... I, I don't want to say Force-sensitive, but I'll go with, like... I, I like, I put him in the same row that I would put, like, uh, Chirrut. Yeah. Like, he sort of has a sensitivity where he can like, you know, like he can sense attacks and he can anticipate things like that. He has a little bit. Yeah. Of that. And,
1: and scum and villainy, uh, sort of details that like when he gets ready for a hunt, he like gets these brazers full of herbs and spices and stuff. Oh and yeah. Huffs it. And it causes him to have like a, basically a psychedelic premonition of where his bounty is and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, they kind of mention it in this uh, series where they yeah. mention how scarred up his lungs are.
0: Uh huh. Um, and, yeah.
1: And that was pretty cool to see in this comic.
0: At first, when it, cause it, it first, they first talked about it in like a Star Wars Adventures comic with like Han Solo. And that's yep. where they were like, and he was like, ah, the Force is telling me something. But it was like very much mentioning it in that way instead of like, I'm a finesman. Yeah. Um, so that was the first place I heard it, and I was like, oh, "Okay, hmm, this is interesting." Like, and then um, I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, it seems that it's like not just a Zuckus thing; it seems to be like common in Gand, like which this seems to reinforce. Like now he keeps referring him to himself as a finesman. Uh-huh. Uh, and there was a like. It also, I want to say, it was a little bit similar to this character that popped up in a in Phasma the book. Where they're, like, journeying across this wasteland and there's, like, a Gand who's, like, beyond is the, like, the whatever, Valley of Never Return. I can't remember what it was called, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember what you're talking but about it now. Was, and then at one point, like, they're all going past and he pulls one of the people aside. Hey, when things go down, remember this. And he says something. And then, like, when things go down, she remembers what he said. And it's like, <gasps> he told the future. Like, he was a pro- yeah. or, like, the prophet or something. So it's, like, I like that it's tying into all of that. Um, I thought that was cool. Uh, so like Valence goes back to get like fixed up. Cause he's like, my palm charger's all wrecked and I've just been shot at like 72,000 times. And you're my old boy. Can you help me out? And he's like getting tuned up. And he's like, Hey, uh, while we're putting stuff on the tab, man, do you, can you get me some synthetic skin? Cause I have my face is showing. And everybody's like, what, why would you waste time on that? And you can see his like sad, beautiful face. Of yeah. like, I just want to look like not a monster.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's, he's ca- trying to go see his old girlfriend. No, I, I got go to go spru- that. spruce that's, up a little bit. That's
0: where we're going, man. I just wanted to... No? Oh, I can't even get a haircut in this piece. Uh-huh. Uh, so, like, Zuckus and Forlom catch up to him. And he just got upgraded, so he's all pissed off that he's getting stabbed again. <laughs> like, he's mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, you fools! I just got... You know. Uh, so he ends up, like, beating him and escaping... You know, long enough to, and he goes and he finds his old, uh, his old flame, who is now a part of the Rebel Alliance. And a while back, he helped them establish a base, like a hidden little base. But now he's like, look, I need some help. And they're like, oh no, like, what trouble are you bringing here now? You know, and he's like all wrecked and he's bringing the little girl. And like they're uh, so they're like pulling they're throwing stuff to the side and operating on this fool that's about to die and it's falling apart and he's got the fire ruby in his hand again (laughs) you know and the whole time he's getting operated on he's like talking to her he's like i should have stayed with
1: you you know i should have never left meanwhile her husband is there
0: yeah her and yeah she's like married it's a i don't even know how to describe like what even comes close to this dude in any (laughs) story that we've i don't know man (laughs) Like, I don't want to say it's an Ant-Man situation. It's not quite the same. Yeah, not quite.
1: But I could see the similarity.
0: Yeah, but there's a very much, like, she's, like, clearly in a relationship now. This is years later, and he left... You know, but there's also these moments where she's like, look, dude, like I would have accepted you if you would have never left. Like, you know, like you came yeah. and he's like, but I saw your face when you saw my face. Like I'm a monster. And she's like, no, you just had a cybernetic face. It was fine. I was just it's shocked that you were a hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I wanted you to be better, you know, but it's like clearly they're both in different places now. Um. So he gets helped out by the rebellion and he's like, look, you guys got to go because they're going to be coming now. And they're like, what? Do you know how long it takes? This is a secret rebel base. He's like, look, I helped you guys set this up, but it's time to go. I'm sorry. Uh, we got to get out of here. And like, Zuckus and Forlom are catching up now. And they're like, stealth sneaking in and smoking the guards outside. Uh, and then like, Forlom catches up and he's like, ah, ha, ha! you cannot beat a robot because I don't have pain receptors because you're a weak sauce person who feels pain. And then he like, stabs him to death with that like, <laughs> Beskar knife.
1: Yeah, I honestly thought that they took four out for a second.
0: Dude, he stabs him to death and then he like palm blasts his whole. Like, because he got upgraded palm blasters. Yeah. So now he no longer has a 30, 30 second recharge time. <laughs> like, so now he's just going after these fools. And like, now they're in both hands because it seemed like it was just in one hand before. Uh huh. So like, now he's like double barrel, <laughs> double fisting <laughs> palm blasters. Uh, which I'm, I'm, I'm guessing is going to become in uh, handy during War of the Bounty Hunters.
1: Yeah, I mean, in a big way, these eleven issues are a, a huge setup for War of the Bounty Hunters. That's
0: why I wanted to like knock them both out because I'm excited for that crossover, sir.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: All right, so like the Gan finds like uh, Zuckus is over on the other side, and he like takes the girl. Like, he sort of has already seen how they're going to, like, try to escape, so he sends Forlom after Valance, and then he goes to, like, the 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 point that they're going to, and he catches the girl, he knocks out the old flame, and then they have, like, a little standoff where they all catch up to each other. So Valance catches up with Zuckus, and then Forlom comes back, and he's like, man, I thought it was going to take you longer to repair yourself. <laughs> like, yeah, uh-huh, I mean, uh- you have recalculated, <laughs> in, 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 miscalculated, aha. Uh-huh. And they all got the blasters pointed at each other. And what are you going to do? And he's like, look, give me a head start. I'm going to give you this fire ruby. And they're like, uh, the cost of this ruby, in addition to selling these coordinates to the Empire, it was, we'll make this profitable enough for a small head start. Uh, this will be fine. Like,
1: yeah. And they constantly bring up, like, these guys bring it up. Dengar brings it up later that. They're all hurting from missing out on that Han Solo yes. bounty. Yes. They're real mad about that.
0: Yeah. Everyone is like coming off of like, well, we lost so much on the solo that like this will make up for it nicely. He, <laughs> yeah. he, you know, uh, which is another thing that I hope is going to pull us into that war, of the bounty hunter stuff. But if you picked up uh, from a certain point of view, a couple of their stories ties into a lot of that, like how they like missed out. Like I think, No, it wasn't Zucka, of Forlom. I think, uh, like, IG-88 and Dengar got sent the wrong coordinates. Like, there's a whole Mm -hmm. lot of, like, misdirection back uh, that Boba Fett is pulling on that stuff. Which is super, super dope. Now, you know what? I think it's Bosk and Dengar.
1: No. I think you're right. It's
0: it's Dengar and IG-88 who fall for it more. Because, like... Bosk's story happens a little bit before, I think. And then Dengar and IG-8 is them following the coordinates and being like, man, man, that boba. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we used to be homies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh da, 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 da. So let's see. So, yeah, he's like, all right, like, they left. But, like, y'all got to keep getting out of here, you know, because they're going to be coming. The Empire's going to be coming. They're going to sell off the coordinates. And he says goodbye to his old flame. And he's like, oh, you know, and she's like, oh, my... Soft hearted boy from the mines, and he's like, That boy died on Mimban. Now, now I'm, I'm just a, a freak. Terminator. <laughs> you know, oh, Baylert, dun, 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 if dun, only dun. you had known that I still cared. I couldn't yeah, let you and, wait um, anymore.
1: They give him three days or three rotations. Yeah, something like that. Of right? a head start.
0: But he gives the girl, the little girl, to them, to the rebels. Mm-hmm. So he lets her go, and he's like, You know, to hide her somewhere that even I can't find you guys. You know, there's, you know, she's not safe with me. Everybody's after me all the time. I can't even get pan fried noodles.
1: Yeah. From an Ortolan. And, and the whole idea is that he's going to go, go out into the world basically and pop up periodically to yeah. try and draw attention away from them. Exactly. Um, And, you know, cause some shenanigans.
0: Right. And then he goes to his little ship and he cries. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh, What a so, final panel,
0: man, dude, that is such a like mood. <laughs> uh, like I'm describing art here on a podcast this is horrible. <laughs> okay. So the next one picks up and it's called the Terminus gauntlet. And basically what happens is like the evacuating rebels sort of hit him up with a message. And they're like, yo dude, like we lost a uh, contact with one of our transports. And also if you're reading the star Wars miniseries or series right now, you'll know that our codes have been compromised. So we can't send any messages. Or they're going to find us, so you need to go to the last known location, which is like a, we here has a lot of pirates and help us out because you owe us. Because you made us yeah. evacuate, remember? Fine. Um, so he's also like, this is where he's like, goes back to his boy and Tasu Leech catches up with him. And he out punches Tasu Leech, but doesn't set him on fire. Nope. Uh, no. But uh that is a good, good old time, dude. Young tasu Leech just rolling deep, like just oh, being loved like, it. And he's all like, he's all like, he's the oh, there it is, he's the deadliest fight pit fighter out of Narkanji. Got him on loan from the Huts.
1: Yeah, and he's super confident in himself, and yeah, like uh, uh, Valance is like, um, oh, a child prodigy. <laughs> like you can tell, he's just yeah, tired, really. Man. This he is what I got to fight go today. This. Yeah. <sighs>
0: The good news is he headbutts him to sleep. So that's, yeah,
1: there's a, there's a few headbutts in yeah. these issues.
0: It's good times, dude. Like, the impacts that they put in, like, every panel of, like, like like physical violence mm-hmm. is just, like, you know, so much of Star Wars is lightsabers and blasters. Just to have these this amount of people putting hands, <laughs> people throwing hands is just, uh, I don't know, I'm enjoying it. All right, so he ends up going back. And what does he find? But the Onaka gang is out there, like, you know, about to board the the, uh, you know, the ship is down. That 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 it's not a star destroyer. That ship is disabled. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, and and the Onaka gang is being led by a new guy.
0: Dinar is there. Yeah, not Hondo. By a not yeah. Hondo. Scrag or something like that. I can't remember his name.
1: Yeah, and and Dengar is there helping him out because he has a gambling debt with them, right? And like this whole job is supposed to pay off that gambling debt uh-huh. and stuff
0: that yeah, he owes because he wasn't able to get them solo credits to pay off. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> uh, so they run, uh, like Valens basically crashes crashes his ship in a very Vader style. He crashes his ship onto the ship and then gets out and goes and like trying to help him. And he's like, no, 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 the pirates are here, and they like lock him up because they're like, we don't trust you, we don't know who you are. And he's like, I was sent by, you know, the 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 boyfriend, the current husband of my ex flame, who I can't remember his name. It's not what he said, but you know, uh, uh, it'd be awesome. Yeah, just, if it look, was. I was sent by the your, your wife's <laughs> by my ex girlfriend's husband, who y'all know is Commander blobity Blue. <laughs> okay. Yeah, wait, who?
1: Anyway, I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah, I don't like him.
0: Look, I'm here to help. Look, we can't trust him. Lock him up. So they put him in like a little brig and there's like a guard who he's talking to. He's like, look, man, I'm really not a bad guy. I know I look bad because he's he's so self-conscious about his metal face, dude. Yep. Oh, and as the story is going on, as he's getting beat up more and more, like more of his fate, like it, he starts with like, it's like just his metal eye kind of popping out. Little yep. look, kind of Kano style. And then like further down the line, like it's half of his face, like T-800. And now it's like, like he's like, most of his nose is gone. And it's like, he's like 80% Terminator revealed with like one good eye still.
1: Yeah. And there's like little dangly bits of synthetic flesh. It's actually Ew. pretty brutal. Yeah.
0: It's pretty sick. Um, So he's like, you know, they're like, Hey, you're supposed to like the yeah, dad. Dengar's there helping him. Oh, while this is all happening, we flash over to Rusan, and if you remember Tonga, the bounty hunter who left her partner to go, like, you know, hunt down Nakano who killed her brother and then got gunned down by Boba, her, like, partner is out looking for her, and she's like, look, I got a message out here on Rusan. what do you have to tell me? And, like, when she left, it was a very much like, look, I can't do that, I can't bury you, you know, and she's like, don't worry if I don't accomplish the mission, there's not going to be anything left to bury. Yeah. It was a very like heartfelt goodbye. And so she comes back and she's like, like there's an old man who sends her the message. Oh, you got the message. Uh, you know, what do you got to tell me? Well, I found this person in an escape pod. You know, she staggered all the way here, but she kept muttering your name. You know, seems like she had a will to live. And it's all these beautiful love stories with these people that are hanging on. <laughs> like, Yeah. That's ah, like, it's so good. So she's like healing up on Ruson. And her, like, you know, her lover shows up. And, like, as the story gets told, like, she's like, look, I, I told you I couldn't do this again, but I can't do it without you. Like, we're going to do it together now. Yeah. And village guy is like, you know what? The Nexu likes you. Why don't you guys take the Nexu? Like, you, you're going to have two bounty hunter girls just rolling around with the Nexu.
1: Yeah, that's that's got to be setting up for something cool down oh, the line. Man. Like, these two ladies are going to show up with their pet Nexu and wreak some havoc.
0: I cannot wait to see like, like I'm hoping it's like a war of the bounty hunters thing, but if it ain't wherever they pop up, man, I can't not wait for these two bounty hunter girls to roll through with a Nexu. Like, you know how happy I am when people are getting punched in the face. Like, can you imagine when like Nexu is coming down and like, (laughs) ah, it's going to be good. Uh, so like, Valence convinces the girl who's like watching him to like let him loose and she's like well we got one fighter and he's like i'm a pilot what is it and then he's like tooling out in the next wing and he's taking out the little pirate fighters uh you know and he like flies like super close and buzzes the ship and the captain's like what the heck and then the ship goes off in hyperspace and they're like well somebody else's problem now but he like took out all the like little bounty hunter uh ships or whatever right
1: yeah the pirate ships you know, and then that's uh, this is around the time when you find out that the rebel commander that's on this the d- the d- disabled rebel ship, yeah. is working with the pirates. Yeah. He's a traitor.
0: He like set this all up. <sighs> mm-hmm. You know, and he's a jerk.
1: <laughs> he is. He's real yeah. pissed off about the the defeat at Hoth. I guess. Yeah. Uh,
0: and uh, all throughout, we're flashing back to like his cadet days with the crash and everything with Solo. And it turns out, like, while he's, like, getting, you know, put back to, pieced back together, Solo comes and comes to visit him. And he's like, hey, man, like, and he's like, what, you came to gloat? And he's like, look, man, I- I'm not trying to do, you know, like, I just heard you wanted to stay in the Imperial Navy, man. Get out. Like, you got your way out, dude. Like, and he's like, nah, you just wouldn't understand. You know, you've never been a hero, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, look, I-, I, I, I'm a jerk, dude. I don't, I'm not good at this. But, like, I just wanted to say, like, I don't know how to say it, but thank you. Yeah. You know, and by the time he looks up, like Solo's already gone because he was like screaming at him. Yeah. So, like, we get this idea that, like, he feels that he owes Solo a debt for saving him and he never got to say that. And I think that's going to be like a lot of his, uh, like, leading into War of the Bounty Hunters. He's going to be trying to help Solo. You know, oh, to, yeah. I mean, to repay there's, that even a, debt.
1: there's even a part where he's like, Oh, I still owe you one solo, like, in present Yeah. Day,
0: so. Yeah. And their paths crossed a little bit on, like, I think it's the Empire Ascendant issue of mm-hmm. that last, like, that, like, wrapped everything up before Empire Strikes Back. Like, he's got a little story where he, like, kind of hooks up with the rebels, and he's like, ah, how could you believe in, like, these causes? And he, like, helps Han out, like, look, man, we just need somebody to blobby blue, and, like, he starts you know, getting in with it. Okay, we talked about the Nexu. Uh, so like then like him and the girl, like he basically what happened is he sent the ship into hyperspace and jumped off in space and like, you know, climbed back into the ship <laughs> while yeah. the pirates went after the ship in hyperspace.
1: Yeah. Uh, and while pirates. Zuckus and Forlom also go after the X-Wing.
0: Right. That's right. That's right.
1: It serves a dual purpose. It it distracts Zuckus and Forlom and some of the pirates.
0: That's right. I forgot about that. Good. That's why I got you here. Beard of knowledge coming through. <laughs> uh, so they get back on the ship and she's like, wait, this isn't like broken. This is just sabotaged. What? Who could be sabotaging the ship? Dun, dun, dun. You know. So right around here. Oh, like Zuckus and Forlon find the ship. And they're like, oh, it is Valens. He's given the distress st- signal. So like they're tracking him too. Um, But he starts like, the pirates board the ship. And he starts like rolling through like solid snake style and like taking him yeah, out. Yeah,
1: taking him out one by one and surprising them.
0: And it reminded me so much of like episode chapter six of The Mandalorian, where like mm-hmm. he's taking him out one by one in the shadows. Like all these shots are of him like popping up behind somebody. <laughs> you know, uh popping up behind these these weak ways. Uh, and then, like, at, at the end, when they find out it's the captain, he's like, look, like, we, we all believed in this, and then everybody got killed at Hoth, so, like, what are we supposed to do? And then the other girl, like, who helped him out, takes him out, and she's like, some of us still believe, aha! You know. And then Dengar's there. Oh, no, I, I think he goes on, the, I think he takes the pirate's ship. He does. Yeah. So he goes over there and Dengar's all locked up because these fools were already pissed off at Dengar and he's trying to work out that debt. And he's like, oh man, like if I wasn't cuffed, I'd wreck you, son. Like now I lost on Boba... I lost Boba Fett. No, I lost Han Solo to Boba Fett. And now you come over here. What'd you say? You Smack! Mean, what about what? Pow! Dengar gets kicked in the face! Son! Ugh! So... <laughs> If uh, there's another series where like that kind of reintroduced Valance into canon besides the Imperial Cadet stuff, it's called Target Vader. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Uh, And it like takes place further back in the timeline, like before Empire. And it's like Dengar, Valance and a bunch of other bounty hunters who (laughs) there's probably a reason you don't know their names Uh, because like they hunt Vader and Dengar turns them all over to Vader like Valance gets away. But like, you know. So that's why he's pissed off. He's like, you sold us out to Vader, you know, like, and so like, there's a lot of Dengar punching in that comic as well.
1: Oh, love to hear yeah, it. Yeah.
0: We love it. Love it. So like, and, and it gets upgraded over here. Now we got Dengar kicking. So now he's like, wait, 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 wait. You know, how about it? I'll let you keep both arms. If you tell me like what you know, you know, and we'll be even, you know, you, you help me out. You know, why can't you just go to your, them yourself? Well, the unbroken clan kind of hates me right now.
1: Yeah, and he's been frozen out of the Bounty Hunter's Guild.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because of all that. Like, the Unbroken Clan has bribed the Bounty Hunter's Guild or whatever. And then Dengar's, wait, so we get to go up with Ben's Boba Fett? Hell yeah, son.
2: Yeah, So Dengar is idea. Uh,
0: although I don't like, you know, Dengar. Just I, I can't wait to see more issues of him getting punched. Yeah, man. It's going to be good times. So, the, like, the last issue, it just, like, flashes over to Bosk
1: participating
0: mm-hmm. in the great hunt of Malastare, which apparently just it, seems like this really, like, it seems like a very uh, Hunger Games. We'll go with that,
1: right? Yeah, uh, like almost a battle royale yeah, type situation.
0: Really big battle royale where they're all, it looks like there's a bunch of bounty hunters and like the deadliest in the galaxy assassins and stuff. And there's this dude, oh, I didn't write his name down. This uh, Mune or Mun, I don't know how you pronounce that.
1: I think it's Mune. That's how I've heard it. Yeah, we'll go with Mune. I don't
0: know. uh, From the banking clan, who's like, well, I am one of the greatest hunters. Like, are you, though? Well, who needs friends when I can afford an army? (laughs) So it's like, he's hired, like, a whole little team. And on that team is Grumgar from The Force Awakens, that gigantic thing that, like, uh, you know, what's her name? The the girl was sitting on.
1: I can't remember her name. She's laying all on him in Maz's castle.
0: It's going to haunt me. Uh, She had a whole short story called The Deadliest Weapon Mm -mm. or something like that. But anyway.
1: Yeah. And this whole issue seems like, I don't know that it's necessarily the start of a new arc as it is sort of a one-off issue. I kind of feel like.
0: It's a one-off because the next Yeah, everything coming from now, like everything in May, it's all leads into War of the Bounty Hunters.
1: Yeah, that's what I was was saying. It seems like more just this uh, issue to sort of set the pieces into place. Like, so we know where Dengar is, we know where Valance is, we know where Zuckus and Forlom are. This Mm -hmm. is sort of establishing what Bosk is up to and and setting him in place for War of the Bounty Hunters. Exactly.
0: So this like rich guy is like wheeling and dealing with Bib Fortuna has been sent because like, you know, he like pulled out of some deal with him and Jabba. And he's like, well, you know, the Imperials offer so much better, you know, or like not even like he's like of its credits. And he's like, well, no, they can, you know, they can do government favors and I am rich and I don't even need your money. haha So he goes in to fight the thing. And in The Great Hunt of Malister, Bosk is in there just wrecking fools, like, nonstop. And he's, like, killing people, and then he'll pick up a gun and be like, ah, stupid, tiny, human-fingered gun. <laughs> like, Yeah. Ooh, these knives. That will work just fine. And he, like, grabs a machete, so it's Bosk running around with a machete just, like, smoking fools. Um, and he's, like, you know, he's, like, hiding in trees. He's hiding underground. Like, he's using all of his little, you know, tricks. And there's a wonderful part where he, like, he sort of partners up with this little, like, team of guys. And then as they get towards the, like, goal or whatever, he's like, of course, there will be an ambush. If you have run fast enough, you have a small chance of surviving. Yeah. And that's his, like, inspirational
1: speech. And he's, <laughs> he's basically using all the other guys with him as bait.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then they, would like, look at each other and they're like, that that was the speech? He, he's trying, he's trying. And he's, like, throwing fists with Grumgar, and, like, Grumgar is, like, ginormous, and he ends up, like, just busting his head with a rock, mm-hmm. but, like, not killing him, and he's like, the goddess has smiled upon you today, you know? And it's just, so it's just, like, 20 pages of, of, of Bosk brutality. And then at the yeah, end... Yeah, that's of the- what
1: this whole issue is, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: that's all it is. Uh, he gets to the end, the rich guy gets to the end, and bib fortunas they're like oh well i thought you were like you know you were such a great hunter And it's like bosk is catching up and he's like what like what th- you have to protect me though because of like java and he's like i'm protected by the empire and he's like oh i'm afraid such protection does not extend to the great field during the great hunt of malastare but 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 yeah, i can't like back out on it well good thing you paid for such a high privilege and then like presumably boss kills him
1: <laughs> oh yeah i'm pretty sure he's yeah. gone
0: and then it like closes out with him like going off with Bibb. So what's this other thing you wanted to talk to me about? Which I'm hoping is gonna like lead into like you know Bosk is gonna be working for the Huts during War of the Bounty Hunters. You know?
1: Oh, for sure, right? Yeah. That has, that's what it seems like where it's going. One. Yeah, right?
0: yeah, yeah. So like, like so. All in all, like the whole series, it's it's 80s movies, but it's like put some depth in there. And like, I didn't like, I know Valance was a legends character and I know like, Oh, he's like this cool, like bounty hunter guy. And like, uh, to me, I just look at it and I'm like, Oh, it's a Terminator. Uh, but like the fact what they've done with the character, I've really, really liked. And I like yeah. him as a character now. Me too. So like, that's cool. <laughs> like, I love that they're giving us these things. And when they pull stuff from legends, they make it worth the while to pull you know what i mean like yeah not...
1: i mean they make it you know they make yeah. it a fit in really well and the way yeah. they tied him in with you know han solo's background of mm-hmm. the imperial academy and uh you know then going on to help the rebels and stuff like that i think it's really cool
0: yeah and i'm really like he's like i'm really happy with how it's shaping up and i'm not mad that the bounty hunters comics doesn't follow different bounty hunters every three or four issues or whatever like i'm cool with no because like, yeah.
1: Yeah, we're about to get that. You know what I mean? Like, we're right, about right. to get all these guys Yeah, in a big crossover event. So, it's coming.
0: Yeah, man. It's it's coming down. All right, let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Okay. So, like, War of the Bounty Hunters is com- coming, and this looks like it's setting a lot of people, people in places. And, like, only off of the covers that we've seen so far, like it looks like we're going to get like, we're getting all these people like these, like we're getting everybody who was on the star destroyer. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett is like a main character. All uh-huh. the like, you know, Luke, Leia, Lando, like they're all coming after to try to help, you know, they're helping.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Afra is going to be in it with Sana and like dirge is popping up in her comic. Like I've seen a wraparound cover with Ochi of bestoon. <laughs> nice. Uh,
1: and he's been in the Vader. comics. Yeah. He's lately. been popping
0: up in the Vader comics. Um, and there's also a Darth Vader cover that has IG eighty eight popping up. So, like, he hasn't popped oh, up in any yeah. of these yet. So I've been waiting for him. Uh, they've also announced that they're gonna have like one offs. The mm-hmm. first one is Jabba. So, like, right off the bat, we're getting Jabba. I think it's Jabba. I think it's Forlam and Zuckers get one, and I think there's a Bausch one. Yes. So I'm like, yo, dude, are we gonna get? Cause we have one Forces of Destiny that actually has Bausch in it. Yeah, Um, and
1: isn't IG-88 in that as well?
0: He might be right. Uh, I think so. I don't know if it's the same episode, because I know she's in the episode where they're hunting princess... Oh, no. Yeah, they're hunting princess Leia, right? And then, like, Sabine kind of helps her out?
1: Yeah, I think so. Maybe I'm wrong about IG-88 being in that one.
0: I I just don't remember if there was two of them. But, anyway, IG-88. It's coming. Like, everybody's going to be there. Darth Vader, like... (laughs) Uh, and Darth Vader comics right now are like getting bananas, dude.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I've seen some of that. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Uh,
0: so I, 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 I'm all for it, dude. Push the limits of what everybody thinks Star Wars is and tell something new and fun and unique. And I'm happy with this series. And I can't wait for War of the Bounty Hunters, dude. I'm getting on that hype train.
1: Oh, I'm super hyped for War of the Bounty Hunters. Dude,
0: we're <sighs> going to get, we're going to get, oh, uh, we're going to get Boba Fett in black armor, dude.
1: Yeah, right?
0: Have you seen that kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. There's been a few of the covers revealed that had him in black armor, and somebody on Twitter was like, uh, is this a thing, or, you know, and so it was like, it'll be explained, you know? Yeah. So, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> and I'm really excited, because I feel like we haven't, and I could be wrong about this, gotten a big crossover event in the Star Wars comics since, um, the Vader one. What was that? The, that uh, was Vader
0: Down. There was one after Vader that. Down called screaming citadel and that's that was the right, only two they right. did and that was a couple of years ago they haven't done one since
1: yeah um, so it's neat to yeah i love a big crossover of yeah and so i'm and excited like, for this one
0: this is definitely the biggest one like the other ones there was like one launch issue like there was a vader down and then it crossed over for like two months in the vader and star wars mm-hmm. series and screaming citadel was basically the same thing uh this one is four lines it's going to be Because it's going to be Bounty Hunters, it's going to be Star Wars, it's going to be Dr. Aphra, and it's going to be Vader. So it's going to be four lines crossing over for like three months. And and
1: one-shot comics.
0: Yeah, the one-shots. And then also, the War of the Bounty Hunters is going to be not just a launch issue, it's going to be a line. So there's going to be like six issues of that.
1: Oh, dang. Yeah, Yeah. that's cool.
0: So there's like like an alpha issue, and then there's a one through five, and then there's those like five spin-offs, those five one-shots. And then three months of four lines. Like this is going to be a giant story. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's basically going to seemingly take us through most of the rest of the year.
0: Yeah. It definitely (laughs) seems that way, man. Uh, Like by the time we're done with this, I think we're going to be ready for book of over We're going to probably be ready for uh, maybe we'll like be able to roll straight into visions or something. I'm waiting for that visions, man.
1: Oh, I'm excited for this. Yeah. I can't wait for that. I'm hoping we get a, uh, maybe a trailer on May the 4th.
0: That would be nice. Not gonna be mad at it.
1: No, because I, mm-hmm. I feel like I kind of feel like visions is what we'll get in between Bad Batch and Book of Boba
0: Fett. Yeah. Did you you heard about the book that they announced, the Visions Yeah? Line?
1: Yeah, then and that comes out in October, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, that's why that's what I'm sort of basing that off of yeah. is the fact that there's a somewhat of a tie-in book coming out in October it makes yeah. me think we'll get, you know, Bad Batch for however many episodes that is it's weird that they haven't said how many episodes the first season Yeah. Yeah. And then Visions in the Fall Book of Boba at the end of the year.
0: Yeah. So we're still like we're about to get a bad batch and we still got two more things coming this year. Yeah. Um so yeah dude and like I said like I said uh last I was talking to Arraj last week which you guys will probably be listening to Never mind. <laughs> By the time you listen to this it'll already happened. Uh, we talked about like the things that I'm excited for this year and this year book of Boba Fett is like top of that list.
1: Oh yeah, buddy. Like, yeah. Big time for me.
0: You know, I, I, I'm ready. I'm ready for all the Boba Fett. I'm ready for all the tomorrow. I'm ready for Fennec Shand. I'm ready for, uh, that I'm ready to l- sit back with my Spotchka, lean uh-huh. back in my throne, uh, and just like have at it.
1: Yeah, it's man. Be good uh, I'm, I've been waiting for this moment for all my life, (laughs) I've been Uh, waiting
0: for a show like you to come into. The fact that
1: they really seem to be going hard on the Bounty Hunter stuff and the Boba stuff this year leading up Mm -hmm. to Book of Boba, like, that makes me real happy.
0: Take it it while you get it, man. Take it while you Uh, get it. Yeah, I know. You know, next year it'll be something else. The Return of the Jedi, or who knows? You know, like, it'll... It's all, you know, Star Wars is ever evolving. So when it's your turn, smile and love it. If it ain't ain't your turn, wait, (laughs) it will be soon. You know? Uh, Yeah. Anything else to say about this?
1: No, buddy. Thanks for having me on. And I really enjoyed getting caught up on this series. It's a good time.
0: Good stuff, man. do your plugs one more time. And where can people find you on the interwebs?
1: at Blue Harvest Pod on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram, and on Blue Harvest Podcast with my buddy Will every week.
0: Yeah. Pod it forward, y'all. Go check out uh, Blue Harvest Pod. Make sure you're, like, sharing. It costs you nothing to share a podcast you love, so make sure you're sharing the Rogue Rebels Podcast with all your friends. Make sure you go check out Blue Harvest and share that, too. Um, I got a lot of Spotify playlists, and they, like, sort whatever your interest is. Like this episode is going to go into the comic book playlist. So -hmm. if you like comic books, boom, there it is. I got a bad batch playlist. If you want to catch up on all the episodes that lead into uh, the bad batch. Um, And just got, I got a lot of cool different plays, depending on what your interests are in star Wars. There's a playlist for you. If you go check out, look for rogue rebels on Spotify. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. Like always, check out our website at therogerebels.com. Check us out everywhere that I already said. And I think that's going to do it for our podcast. Come on, bring war of the bounty hunters. <laughs> Goodbye. I don't know how Boba Fett would be like. I'll, I'll see you all next time. Farewell. Yeah, I don't, farewell. Know. I don't yeah.
1: know.
0: What if it's like the old one from the movies?
1: He though? would just nod. Yeah. yeah. Let's be honest. He would just nod. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that on a podcast.
0: <laughs> put the podcast in the cargo hold.
1: Put Put put, put Captain Solo in the cargo right, hold
0: right, with, the with the podcast. With the podcast, or maybe, maybe you just be like, "Hey, they share the podcast. Get him dead." Go, go, go. <laughs> old school, old school, boy. All right, cool. Peace out, everybody. That's the end of the podcast. Come